It's the Stock Hypers Podcast. Join Brian and Danny, two amateur investors, as they talk about their trades, the market. Buckle up for a wild ride today as they talk about Duolingo, Snowflake, Salesforce, Paramount, AI, and more. Danny, 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 we are having a pretty decent day. You are having an accelerated day. I'm having an okay day. Let's talk about the stock market and what's going on on the last day of February. And it's the leap year day of February the 29th. How's it going, Danny? Brian, for yeah. the record, I'm having a glorious, glorious leap year day. Danny, I'm looking at you on Zoom and you just, I, you know, you look like the 40 year younger Warren Buffett right now, just because of your portfolio. Thank you. Cause I'm actually probably 38 years younger than him. I'm actually up four points today, Brian. Are I, you really Danny? That is just accelerated. Okay. So we're going to have to get into this. What is working for D money right now? Okay. The big thing that's working, Brian, and I'll go over a couple actually interesting things I've done with my por portfolio for once. I'm no longer Mr. Boren, apparently. Yeah. Was, of course, yeah, I'll Duolingo just killed it today. Had the earnings report came out yesterday is up like 14%. I'm up 20, almost 21% today alone on doing wow. that. That uh, owl brand is just crushing it, Danny. Yes. And I, they really started their run three months ago where I almost doubled up my holdings on that. And I've made tanks. It's gotten so big right now, Brian, it's 15% of my whole portfolio. Like wow, everything else, so it's gotten big, but it's a good one. So that has been a really good day for me. Many times, Brian, for me, a buy, a buy and holder, the best moves are just holding. The best moves are not selling. Yeah. And I really try and remember that. Sometimes it bit me a lot during the bubble, but by and large, the stocks I have are pretty solid. Okay. That was a monster one. Yeah. One that just came up with similar web, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and I did not listen to my own advice. And they came out big with their earnings. They went up like 10%. I thought that's it. I'm getting I'm getting in. Got in okay. what I thought was late. And now I'm up 15% in a couple of weeks. That's up almost 6% today. So similar web, which is analytics of websites. We've talked about briefly on this show. Yeah. There is a lot of good ones, Brian. Um the ones I've gotten into Palo Alto Networks, which I bought last week after that big dip is now up 15%. Wow. One of the more interesting, Brian, ones I guess we'll get into is the uh, moon landing that we had last week by the uh, private firm, mm -hmm. which is called, it's Lunar, L-U-N-R, is your college. It's Intuitive Machines. You've so talked about this one, Danny, I remember. Yeah. I hope they become a meme stock. Anyway, I bought it the day that they went up, got lucky, went up. It's dropped. Now it's going back up, but that one is bouncing around. So you might want to be able to trade on it if you can figure out the uh, swings. Because every day, every day, Brian, that swings like 15, 20 percent. Craziness. Is that yeah. right? Okay. So good for us for getting the moon, but I'm going to keep those guys. But you had a really good point on that, Brian. We're talking about that. In fact, I'll let you tell them about it. What I was telling you about Lunar that I didn't sell when I was up 50% after the moon landing, mm -hmm. you kind of gave me a theory as to why I didn't. And it really resonated with me. Do you remember what you said? I don't remember. It's refreshing. What it was, you said, look, that's a small holding. So you, if you're not going to treat oh. it like it's a big holding, right? Yes, I do remember now. The theory is a small one. If it's, you know, 20, 50, 100, 150 bucks, who cares? But if I put 10,000 into it and it's up 5,000 in one day, uh, USA or not, man, I would have sold that. I'm patriotic, right. not that patriotic, right? So, so this is a mindset about, for me, and I do try to put this into practice now, mm -hmm. now that I'm almost all cash again, and I'll tell you about that later, but you had said you, it had gone up so much, but you'd only had such a small position in it yeah. that it didn't drive you to take the money. Right. And my thought is you don't look at 
the dollar amounts up or down. You look at the percentage because if your your whole mindset should be based on how much of a percentage move in this. This is really what counts over the long term, right? right. Percentages is what matters. So if you if if any other stock that you would own was up 20 to 30% in just like one or two days, your thought process would be I need to take these gains. Otherwise, if you're taking a look at it and you're like, okay, well, the long term of this thing is just- right, Which this was, no, you're right. This was, I took it, I happened to buy it the day they land on the moon mm-hmm. and I kind of got lucky. So my thing was short term, let's see what happens at lands of the moon. And I yeah. know enough in these type of stocks to always sell the news, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, eh, it's just so little. You're right. I look at exactly like, ah, oh, what does it matter? Well, I could have sold it, it dropped down, then I could have doubled up and been back in is what it mattered. Yeah. So- Correct. But it, that that is interesting. When you have big stakes, you definitely take it more seriously. So I'm yeah. still happy I'm in. It doesn't matter that much. But lesson learned, I will definitely take that going forward. Uh, Professor Brian on that. I'm one. guilty on this as well. It's just a mindset you need to change. Because if it was $10,000, $20,000 that you had in that stock. I would have sold it. No, no question. No, you would have been out. It would have been, yeah. ching I'm taking the money. Yeah. I'm not a greedy guy. I will get that. So I will definitely ring the register. If it's early, I don't care. I don't need to get every last dollar that always works against you. Okay, Brian, yesterday you were in deep despair. I felt terrible because tell us first the one, well, you had two that you hit yesterday. You thought they were both terrible, right? But I'm looking now, I think only one was. So give us a quick, quick view on what you did yesterday, if you don't mind. Okay, so yesterday- had earnings play, go ahead. Before the market closed, there was- three earnings play I was doing. One of them I was already in, which was your favorite uh, CEO, the guy from uh, C3AI. And I say that facetiously because Danny doesn't like him. So I was holding C3AI and I had, I was probably down about 10%. So I was looking at the earnings on that and I'm like, this is going to make or break it. Either this thing's going to bomb and I'm going to be ditching this thing at a big loss or it's going to boom and I'm going to get out with a gain. But I also had cash that whole day I was just holding on to, looking to see what else can I play for earnings. So I picked Snowflake and I picked Salesforce. Both great companies, both had history of beating earnings. And I just thought these guys, these both of these are going to beat earnings. That's what I felt. C3AI had no idea what the- But C3AI, you're already in, so you let it ride. And then- yeah, I'm, I was already in, so I'm letting that thing ride. And so earnings come out, C3AI accelerates 35%. Well, that's in the after hours. I checked out of that one. I had a, uh, after all was said and done, like a 16% gain, boom, done, out. Nice, right? nice work, Brian. And the other two who both beat earnings- you, wait, Brian, right, but you bought puts on the, you bought calls on these, correct? No, I bought stock on both of these. Oh, I you thought, did. Well, because you're like, if you're looking at the, if you're looking at the call options, they were already accelerated. Okay. Like, you know, right. you if you want to do a short term, short term, you only had two days into Friday, or you could do an extra week, but they were there was already so much volatility in it that the prices were really high. Okay, for what you thought, gotcha. So okay. I thought, well. And I wasn't sure. And sometimes, you know, like I was going to play with, like a lot of times when you call options, I'm only playing with hundreds of dollars, but I really wanted to put thousands of dollars. Like I wanted to put like six grand into play on these two. So I split it. Nice work, Brian. Well, well. Snowflake is 18% down from where I bought it. Not a great thing. And they beat 
earnings excellently, but they decided the guy who's running the company, he decides I'm retiring. Brian, that's like going on vacation and a freak hurricane hits it, no earthquake, no one predicted. So that is an unusual, the reason it dropped, it caught everybody off guard, everybody. And so, so they, and then they set expectations low for the incoming CEO for the right. next uh, earnings um, sessions. So this one, I think, I'm waffle, not sure. Waffle. I'm waffling between doubling down on this thing. I'm going to, I'm not doing it today, but I'm going to watch it. I think there's going to be a recovery uh, on this stock. Um, Brian, let me jump in there. I bought that this morning. Mm. I bought it first thing this morning because- D money puts his money in, then you know I need. Think good, I'm in a well, good I like the drops like that for good companies. The only thing, I, the only reason I didn't buy more is he had so that CEO had sold a bunch of his stock like the last year, and I don't know how common that is, but he sold quite a bit. Yeah, right. So it made me a little bit nervous. I thought, okay, well, the low expectations. Typically, a new CEO comes in, they do that. I, I would assume that as well. All in all, if you look at their numbers from four years ago, they're doing like twenty times the volume. They're I, I know their price for it. Yeah, but it's staggering how much those guys are growing. They're not making money. They're losing. So they're clearly in acceleration mode. So I bought in as well, Brian. And it looks like, you know, that the new CEO, he came from that company called Neva. Have you heard of that? Do you I haven't. I did. Okay. I did kind of hear a little bit about him that he's a pretty spectacular well, guy. Yeah. This, there's a company called Neva that just, that just went under and Snowflake bought. What Neva was, they're trying to be a subscription like you, like Google, but subscription. I think they were doomed with a business model from the start. Where there's privacy, this, that, the guy came from Google, you know, he's done search, PhD, a bunch of guys like that. So it turned out, it looked like to be an hire, and they probably bought it with this guy in mind. So that probably is in the works for a while and it came out. So anyway, hoping for the best because I bought in, Brian. So I would double up and not sell would be my recommendation. And it's not even close. It's going to uh-huh. be in there for a while. So anyway, that's that, Brian. So just jump in. Right. So then- okay. um- so the other, the third one was Salesforce, who had you know a good earnings report as well. It looked terrible last night, didn't it? How much it looked it horrible. It was it was down pretty. Right, like I actually felt seven I, or I eight gonna, points. Me and my son were going to the Humane Society and get you a kitten. We felt so yeah. bad for you. Dude. I bet it's like uh, wow, he just just and, two brutal ones. I thought wow. And then I That's woke up like this that. morning and it was hovering around. Uh, it was still down mm-hmm. a little bit. And then it started to go up. I didn't know what it finished today, but as soon as it was- um, It's up almost four today, Brian. And do you remember getting a text late last night with a prediction? Yes. Do you recall what that prediction said? I'm just top of your head? Yeah, it's going to come back. (laughs) Yeah. And it did. I I ended up selling it at, uh, I bought it at uh, $299.11 and I bought, or I sold it at uh, $305.02 or something like that. Couple percent, my math right plus. Yeah, right? I I had a two percent gains on it, which is fine. That's you know that is my thesis, two percent a day. So I hit it with uh, Salesforce. I hit it with AI and got out, and I missed it with Snowflake. But you know what that does to me? It puts me at one percent up today because it's Snowflake dropping eighteen, and between AI and uh, Salesforce, um, I was uh, I had a nineteen percent gain in there. So. One percent overall today. Not a not a loser, right? Absolutely. I mean, if you came out ahead for for surviving a storm like the twenty percent drop, yeah, yeah, stock you buy into, Brian. If you broke even for the day, you did well. But could you imagine if uh, the snowflake I didn't leave and it was the opposite? If it was eighteen percent, I would have had an almost twenty percent day. It would yeah, have been but, fantastic. But, you know, but Brian, I didn't have Las Vegas and Wall Street are built on almost. Yeah, almost got three sevens, baby. It was so close, but so join the club on that one. I know anything cooking for tomorrow. Tomorrow's the the first day of March. 
And uh, I don't know if there's anything spectacular for earnings tonight. Do you know? Well, Brian, let me tell you what's still on the stove cooking. I'm now oh, okay. 4.24 for the day. 4.24. Danny, oh. that is just crushing it. You could just cash out, go home, uh, come back next year. That's a great game. What do you have for a year to date? I am at year to date 9.77, senor, and okay, very well, happy about that. You got to get to that 10%. That's where you want to be. I'm at uh, 6% for year to date. No, I had a good, I had a good day. A lot of my recent buys, like my Meta's up sixty three percent, Disney's up thirty one. Remember even Shark Ninja, who you made fun of me, Brian, and I'm up, <laughs> I'm up five percent. Are you uh, really I, Shark okay, Ninja? My... I'm looking at it right now. He just pulled it up for you. So oh, I'm just and and go ahead and why don't you do us all a favor and plop in the old year to date on that one, Chief? <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. It's up seven year to date for the year. It's up eighty percent. Wow! This, this little kitten went public July thirty first last year at thirty. It's mm -hmm. now at fifty four. Wow! All of just little... just in the past month, when Danny started to talk about this stupid stock, that no, on no one's radar. By the way, that is what I do, Brian. I get stuff on no one's radar. Okay, that's All how right. it goes that's that way. Good also, my question. my stoplight's up about one and a half points. So I think oh, since you bought it. You know, Hours into it, yeah. I'm not going to get too carried away, but mm -hmm. man, just a good day overall, Brian. Just a really, really good day. What I have, what do you? Okay, so what else are you trading tomorrow, Brian? Since now you have money back on the books, yeah, uh, I'm leaning towards. Um, I'm leaning towards going back to trading the uh, bull or bear cues. That's my kind of steady go-to if I don't have some great idea. Uh, just to be involved in one of those. And okay. so right now it's the TQQQ, which is the accelerated cues. It's at $60 per share. Wait, the, wait, hold hold on, Chief. Hold yeah, on, Mr. Okay. Speed. The TQQQ is accelerated is one and a half times of the yes, NASDAQ. Leveraged pro ultra shares. For the of key. NASDAQ. Top 100? Top uh, 100, just largest non-financial firm. Okay. So right. that's just a tech base. That's going to mean tech most. Yeah, so Pretty right. much tech, right? I do want to say, though, mm -hmm. that it's not at all-time high, but it's definitely at its 52-week high right now, which okay. worries me about going into the bull category. Here's mm -hmm. a couple of things I'm thinking of, Danny, and tell me if I'm uh, – like, I don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow or whatever. I'm worried for the technology stocks, the um, the crypto stocks, as well as the the chip stocks. Have they run a little too much? Is there going to be a pullback? Do you think sure. we accelerate yeah. a little bit too much? And you can see like March being may not be a month like we're having right now. Well, I don't, you know, obviously it's going to and There's for me, long term, it's just mm -hmm. it's part of a roller coaster going up and down. So I don't really I'm going to in there. I'm pretty solid. I, there's such big holdings. I can't I don't want to buy much more of. So for me, sure, it'll eventually have a pullback. Sure. But it's eventually to go back up. That That's what I think. Yeah, sure. I, I'm just NVIDIA looking for really, my trade. If you look at the the values of Nvidia, Brian, for how much it skyrocketed, really, is, the PE's pretty level. It's crazy. I mean, that's a very justified run. These are very justified runs. Let's say for those two, let's just take the top two: AMD, Nvidia. Those are justified. That's all there is to it. There might be a pullback for a trader like you to worry. For someone like me, I don't even think about it. That's in the drawer. I'm not touching. That's how I look at it. You know, it's Nvidia. I bought it. dropped It dropped in half when after its peak, and now it's up three, four, five times whatever it is. So, Brian, let me get you to one stock. Yep. Okay. The call numbers are S O U N, and it's Soundhound AI. I haven't. I had these guys look, and I forgot about them. They're in the news because they went up so much. But let me give you some numbers on these little rascals, Brian. Okay. 
I'm going to go day, week, months, three months, year to date, just that, then year. Okay. Up 16% today, 74% for the week, 300% the last month, 200% the last two months, year to date, 223, and the last year is 130. So basically, so this thing about the first part of September has just exploded from, let's say, let's just take it from February 5th, 163, it's at 710 now. The reason they did a partnership, somehow they got on NVIDIA's good graces Okay. And they're a party on something called Soundhound AI. What it does is they do a lot of voice sound like natural intelligence. So in other words, if you have a customer service, if someone calls into the Stock Hyper hotline, they will not he- talk to us. But what they could talk to is a recreation of your voice and mine and answer questions for you. So this is the kind of stuff that's going to go in the drive throughs at fast food places. You'll talk to someone in real language and they're going to have whatever voice these guys decide to do. It could be the manager's voice, employees or just generic and do it. So that's what these guys do. And I'd followed them a while ago, noticed them, didn't think anything about it. Market cap of 1.83 billion. But again, it was in the hundreds of millions previously. Yeah. So this is quite a story I've been watching. I have it in my watch list, but the reason I bring it up, Brian, is you're scared about the rise of those crypto and chip makers. Also, you put the AI ones in there, but this is one of the small ones that everyone wants to get our hands on, but you don't hear about them, but they go up for the most part. So, I'm looking at this right now. Did you realize that their earnings are today after hours? Oh my goodness. It's so this is like in real time. I'm watching this. Okay, it's it's up down 16%. after hours. It's but just, it's been on a tear, Brian. For, yeah. for the last week, it's been... I've watched it. This is just out of my league. This is like walking into a craps table and betting 10000 a time. That's just out of my league. This is too risky. Well, they're dropping now. They're dropping now. But not that much. Holy shit. They could, but they could drop 20% even for the day. But that's an interesting yeah. stock. But those are the type of stocks I think we're all looking for is the smaller ones Yeah. that happen in the right place, right time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they With a lot of room easily. to grow. Right, that you can put, you know, a company will put in their tech stack pretty easy. Year to date, 250%. It's crazy, isn't it, dude? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, all right, what's going on my watch list, Danny? Oh. Yeah, so something for you to trade, Brian. Maybe. That be another one. You know what I, you know what I don't like to do these days? Because I've been made mistakes that um, I felt like I was bag holding before is some of these smaller companies where, like, I'm trying to discipline myself not to chase these huge gains, like 15, 20% a day. I really just want to buy good companies that have the ability to just go up that 2%, 2 to 5%. You know, I really would like, if I'm going to be bag holding something and I miss Mm -hmm. it, right? Right. And therefore I'm down 15, 16%. I would rather it be Google, Microsoft, (laughs) Apple, you know, who don't move that much. But yet if that were to happen, I'm not going to, you know, feel like I need to jump off the roof. So even though we were- so Soundhound, you know, losing 250% just because the whole market goes down, not even something of them, mm-hmm. that's what worries me. Right. And I, and I don't have the stomach for it anymore. I, I've found that looking for the 2% gain is, is where I blue can chippers. live. You want to search happy. in the blue chip mine, right, Brian? Kind of, I do. Or, or just, you know, I feel really comfortable with these cues. So that's Hold what on, I'm Brian. in the Brian, what are doing. What I'm hearing is you want WeWork. It's at 16 cents. Okay. It can't go wrong. It this can't would... go lower than uh, zero, right? Is that what you're saying? You've only got wow. 16 cents down to go. That's it. <laughs> Can I give you one stat on this, which is the most amazing thing from WeWork? Does it have something to do with uh, the guy who owns it? 
Uh, no, and Jared Leto, no, not him either. Oh, Jared Leto. Yeah. This has a, what would you guess by now the market cap is? Don't look for. Oh, okay. I'm gonna guess it's about uh, 11 million. It's 8.52 million. Oh not my God. Bad. I was taking a really low. Damn it. Amount. I thought I stumped you on that one. You school. I forgot who I'm dealing with on that one. Wow. So if you want a high risk, Brian, mm -hmm. yeah. if you have 20 bucks, you're about to drive out of Vegas. You see one last slot machine. Right. This is it, baby. Right here. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I, you know, I think I would do Soundhound before I would do WeWorks again. Um, well, Soundhound's it now, but let's let's take a quick look at Soundhound, okay? Because that could kind of fit for you, which are the trader. You like to make two percent a day. Yeah, I am the guy that holds on to it, but I know it's had a run up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this company went public in the bubble, April of twenty-two, and it's down. It's still down about twenty percent. If you if you look at the thing, it's just like a big U from the bubble. It went up. Peak briefly at 13, it's bottomed out at like a dollar, mm -hmm. and now it's at 691. But this is, Brian, something that is going to be growing quite a bit, right? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. How do you, I would, you, you I, Okay, maybe not this company, but things like this, Brian. Okay, yeah. As me and you get on the phone or drive through at your Starbucks and you have your whatever 18 ingredient non coffee coffee drink, this is what's going to be taken, right? When yeah, you taking my orders. <laughs> right. Anything possibly this can replace a human with? Yeah. This is it, right? Okay, so Danny. I actually want to talk to you about something else that I'm sure everybody is aware of that listens to this podcast because how could you not? Bitcoin is now $63,000. Have you been watching Bitcoin at all? Like, yeah, you know, peripheral. Give me my yeah. latest history with this. And I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I bought it at like 46000 and then I sold it at 54 and I thought, fantastic. This thing is, I thought I got it at the top, right? Or I thought I sold it at the top. I was totally happy with that trade. It took me maybe a week and a half, two weeks, whatever it was. And I just let it wander and not even look at it again until all of a sudden it got to 60. So I uh, should have kept it, right? But, you know, that's not my thesis anymore. How long, how long did you hold it for? To, yeah, I think I hold it for a couple of weeks. I think I, I think I bought, I think I bought it a few times, a little bit here and there um, to get to that average of right. 54 or whatever. But now, Danny, this was, I did all this before they had the uh, the ETFs approval, right? To have them. Now, in a couple of weeks, somewhere around the middle of April, they're going to have the Bitcoin halving. And so it's going to cut it in half. It's like a stock split. Is that the deal? Brian? It's not like that. That's what I thought when I originally heard the term that they were going to half it. But after doing some more research and talking to, um, our friend K Crypto Kevin, he said, no, no, it's not going to, Bitcoin's not going to go from 60,000 to 30,000. What happens is the production, the mining production of Bitcoin every four years gets half. So if there's six Bitcoins mine every hour. Who decides on this, Brian? Who decides? Oh, this it's, a, it's just in the code. This is what happens. It, it, it's in the code, Danny. So what it does is instead of the ability to mine six Bitcoins an hour, based on the amount of um, computing power that's going on, it is only going to be three Bitcoins an hour. And what it does, Danny, if you think about it, there's only, I what, got I'm trying to guess, 21, 23 million Bitcoins that will ever be available. Well, wait, if they're already available, I'd say they're available, but not mined. I don't Correct. get it. Correct. They're not mined. This just they're, they're, Brian, they're in, the, in the silica oh. dirt. Danny, oh. You're just going to have to... You're just gonna have to walk through this. This is a thing. Institutions are buying it. You know, just catch up, Danny. Okay. So, I've Bitcoin caught up. Is a with thing this, that right. people are buying as a hedge of inflation. 
Oh right. my gosh. It's just, this just has multi-level marketing plan all over it. Again, uh, Brian, Brian yeah. I'll be honest with you, dude. I know it's here to stay. I'm sure to evolve into something, but that whole thing, because you can add eight and six and divide it by whatever, and then mine it. I mean, that's just goofy, dude. Come on. It's goofy. That's just goofy. It is. You understand why it gets, like, again, I'm not saying it's worthless, but Brian, yeah. I just, let's okay. just go with what I'm talking about, Danny. And you're just going to have to step off your lawn for a sec. I'm just going to, there's just going to be less Bitcoin that gets mined going forward. Okay. So at a and slower four pace, years, there, there'll there be less down. Bitcoin that will be mined and somewhere around 2,140, I think is the prediction will be the last but Brian, that could okay. be mined. I understand that, but why Why isn't it just, if it's high, why don't you just go mine it right now and sell it? I mean, you mine it and it pops up like a genius. I don't understand if you mine it, so you figure out an equation. Yes. Oh, okay. you're, you're, uh, you're processing, but, solving. But why, do, why don't the employees in NVIDIA just go there at night or take some spare parts and mine the, get it all mined at once? I mean, right? You see what I'm saying? I don't understand I, that. I think based on the computing power, um, it's just not possible, Danny. It takes so much energy as well as um, computing power to mine a single Bitcoin. Just, Let's um, just take it take it as it is, Dan. Take it what I'm saying, right? So we're going to have less Bitcoin that's going to become available. As always, it's a supply and demand thing with these. And institutions are now adding Bitcoin into, into their portfolios. Yeah. Governments as well. This is not going away. I agree. I and, understand the currency and the long-term effects of this are Bitcoin prices will go higher. Yes, there'll be pullbacks. Yes, there could be crashes, whatever. But like everything else in the financial investing market, the trend is always up, right? I just think it's a proxy for tech stocks, Brian. If you look at follows, and, and I don't, and I'm not saying it's an exact mirroring, but I just think all of this stuff, more or less, if you look at a chart, is going to somewhat mirror the tech stocks. That's my kind of thing. On five years, it's up 1,500%. A year, it's up 164. Yeah, it's going up. It makes sense. There's enough people buying this because I, I think it's weird. I know others don't. I just have no idea where this price would go with the exception of if I had to guess, which I do. It's If tech stocks are going up, it's going to go up. If it's going down, it's going to go down. So I do like a different currency outside of governments. I think eventually that might be the case, right? I know the use case for Bitcoin and crypto has changed, right? I think the initial thing is you'll pay for it, you know, getting gas like a credit card. And I do believe it's a store of value. But when I start getting this, it sounds like the Lord of the Rings plot. Like you're pitching me <laughs> or a Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. Okay, okay. guys, these elves are going to mine this stuff. But the wizard says he's going to have it every four years on the 29th. Or come on, Brian, you have to admit. You All right, I'm, I'm looking at a, a pullback. If it gets down under um, 60,000 again, I think I'm going to start buying a little bit of it at a time and um, just average myself in for a while. I'm going to do this. Danny, I'm going to do this in a retirement account, not in Robinhood, that, through an ETF. I haven't decided which one yet, but that is going to be something that I'm going to implement. Yeah, I, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying it's going down. I just think it's just it's just so funky that we all just okay, we're going to believe this. And all right, I've got one more, Danny. I've got one more to talk about. This is like one that has the. This one is a play on mergers and acquisitions, and. It's something near and dear to my heart because I love movies and movie business. Paramount. Paramount, I knew. Paramount Danny, came out with their earnings yesterday as well. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I'm holding it. It's uh, been a bad hold with these guys. Oh, you're holding it? Oh, very little. It's, okay. This company to me is so under... Go ahead, Brett. I'm sorry, but it's undervalued company. 
except for their debt, I guess. Undervalued, but with a lot of debt and a, and an owner who wants to get the hell out of this thing and doesn't. Brian again, we've, and we've, running out of time, running out of time and money. She had to sell um, property to make her payments towards a head fund with that they got a loan for, not for Paramount itself, but from her other uh, chronically and, horrific and, management. This is a yeah. classic case. She needs to get out. She needs money. She doesn't need these headaches. She's got to sell this company. So uh, Skydance is probably the best suitor at the moment, but it's a very complicated deal. What is, what you is think Skydance, Brian? Wait, what is Skydance? Skydance is a production company. They do a lot of Tom Cruise movies. It's a big production company. Because Okay, so this market cap is, what is it, eight? It's $7.6 billion. Mm-hmm. They have, and I know there's debt, right? You, yeah, a lot you, of debt. You have all these intellectual properties. I'd read them off, but it, it yeah. takes ever. Yeah. How can you have bungled it this bad? It is astounding to me. It's well, just, it's been, I think it's been in trouble for a while. Um, right. Same, same ownership. Yeah. Chick, is it Summer Redstone? That's her name? No, that was her dad's name. Uh, uh, what's her? Yeah, but it's the same family. But she's it's in the Red same. Yeah. Redstone. Sherry Redstone. Yes, that's it. Okay. Disaster. Wow. Yeah, Just, it needs it needs new hands for sure. Um, yeah. This company, look, Bob Evans. I mean, this this company has the ability to be what it was in the seventies, a, a juggernaut, uh, the, the tastemaker. Um, they need another Bob Evans to walk in there, you know, do a couple lines of coke, hop out of his convertible jag yes. uh, light up a couple cigarettes and, and just get this shit it. on the on the road man that is what we're talking about brian that's what we need we is there any guy out there like that hey, a guy on. from skydance like that i don't know i got it right here i got it let's pat can we patent this an ai bob evans <laughs> bob that's what we need circa 1981 late 70s mid 70s you choose it dude mm. i'm shocked this has not been bought i always thought it Apple, was they, they were going to merge they were going to merge Briefly, when it comes yeah. out, it's already done. But why, like Apple or you know, if Amazon can buy MGM for eight nine billion parts yeah. of it, really? Yeah. Why hasn't Apple bought in this? Let's say it's. I think most of the most of these, uh, like a purchase like that, is going to be blocked. Um, so I think it needs to be but less vertically integrated. Block Amazon though with that didn't come up. Remember, that was a few years ago. Yeah. When they bought MGM, so I don't know. I thought I I think Apple blew it by not buying this to start out. And well, then, they start, they decided not to make cars, so maybe they'll maybe no they will be back in play. Prices, yeah, it kills me. Yeah, but I'm, I'm waiting. I, I'm wondering. You know, it's like at eleven bucks or a little less. Uh, it might be a great little buy to hold until something happens. I've you know I've done that, Brian, and I am down. I have a small, tiny piece. Where I don't even think about it. Where'd you and, buy it at? Do you remember? Yeah, I'm, let me get it right here. It's depressing. Uh, my average cost is 34. It's at 11. It's probably my single worst. It is my single worst stock. Oh, well, if I had it and you just have a small amount, man, I would, yes, I'd buy some more. I'd buy some more, just a dollar cost average down. $34, no fucking way is it ever going to get there again, Danny. I mean, not anytime soon. If wow. it gets purchased, it's going to be a purchase price of like $14 to $16 per share. Well, and this is this you buy and hold so Brian, you're talking about just buying a holding and on the chance that either new ownership management mm -hmm. slash yeah. management or yeah. someone acquires it, right? Yeah. Man, it's just these these companies are just getting shit on though. All these streamers, which are the bees knees and you know, March of 2020. That's a long time ago, dude. So yeah. This this company's been around for over a hundred years. It needs to survive. So okay. hopefully uh it'll be in good hands in sh a short while. Right on that. So then anything else? I don't what know. 
I have a bunch of stuff. Um, I think I'm going to buy some more Snowflake. I like that a lot. Okay. What do you think of that, Brian, for long-term? Long-term, yeah, I think Snowflake's a good long-term bet. I mean, I think it's even a good um, purchase to hold through the rest of this year. I think this is a, like, they they did great on earnings. And, the, you know, I know they get low expectations, but they, if you have a new CEO coming in, you don't want to give them high expectations. You want to take the hit, give them something easier to to hit as they come in to be successful. Right. Here's what I like about it, about them, right? And I know they're, it's valued. It's a high price stock. Okay. In 2019, Brian, their total revenue was just under $100 million, right? Four years later, at 2023, it's over $2 billion. Wow. That's a 20-time increase. Now, their losses have gone down. However, they have a ton of money on hand. They have a huge balance sheet, dude. And, and they, they, they have a lot of products that aren't, they're not being monetized yet. They're products to be released over the next two years someone i think that whole thing with aniva was an accurate i think they bought them knowing that that's gonna be the next ceo so what do you think just for one quick hyper hate long-term buy i'd rather buy this in paramount paramount is kind of i don't like the hope and well i hope it gets taken over i see nothing in any kind of motion right yeah but when i see snowflake i see a well-run company that's expanding and growing and right into ai so what what would you do snowflake or would, or I think if I were you, I would I would probably dollar cost average on uh, Paramount because you need to get that down. Thirty four dollars is way too high. I don't think that'll ever happen. Or just sell and take the hit and buy Snowflake. Yeah, I'm thinking Snowflake, Brian. Okay, we're gonna split on that one. Okay, okay Brian. Well, good comeback yesterday. Yeah, Fast. you you were just crushing it, Dan. I can't wait to see what you do next week. We are the stock hypers. We are amateur investors. We're investing our own money. This is going to be a great ride through the rest of the year. Come back and see us again. We are out.